You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Professor Matthew Cook from the Australian National University Medical School and the John Curtin School of Medical Research to discuss the Canberra Clinical Genomics Centre, which recently received $7.3 million in funding from the ACT government. Thank you for joining me, Matthew. Thanks for asking me. The Canberra Clinical Genomics Facility will allow you to genotype. What is genotyping? Genotyping is a a term that uh, refers simply to um, decoding and describing um, the genetic sequence um, of a gene in a particular individual. You'll be aware that um, our genetic makeup is extremely complex. Um, Each of us has about 23,000 genes that encode proteins. And even that only accounts for about 2% of our total genetic makeup. There's lots of other genetic material. All of that is made up of a sequence of GCs, Ts and As. And so when we genotype someone, we simply determine um, that sequence, the arrangement of GTCs and As in a particular segment of the genome. What specifically will your team explore through the new centre? Well, look, um, our group and um, many other groups, to be honest, around the world have been um, working very hard to try and understand how we can harness all of the information that is available now um, from variation across the human genome to better understand mechanisms of disease. Um, Still a long way to go. There's still a lot to be discovered, but we're now getting to the point where um, we can um, use the information that we do have um, to, in some cases, make diagnoses in patients that were previously undiagnosed. This means this is based on information that we've we've generated. That I mean, we collectively around the world have generated um, about um, variations in the human gene se- sequence, and it's also become possibly possible because of technical developments that that make it possible to uh, sequence individuals' genes in a rapid, efficient and relatively cost-effective manner. So in the first instance, what we're seeking to do is to um, start to make this transition from um, work that's going on in discovery research labs um, to making this same process more of a routine diagnostic service. In the, to begin with, it'll probably have relatively um, a specific and special application, but it may become more um, broadly applicable as time goes on. How might this approach work in practice? Would it be something that someone requested or, or do you think it, it could become standard one day? Well, it will always be, uh, I imagine it will always be something that is requested. Um, so a doctor might uh, see a patient and at the moment there are um, particular indications where where this might be useful. I'm an immunologist and there are some rare immunological disorders which we know are caused by um, genetic defects. But in many cases we don't know um, which particular, it's hard to predict which particular gene will harbour that defect uh, just from doing routine blood tests and clinical assessment. 
And up until quite recently, the only way to proceed beyond that was to go gene by gene, um, performing slow and laborious sequencing um, to try and track down uh, the um, variation in the gene sequence that was responsible for causing the disease. What will be possible um, now is to, is to not work gene by gene, but in fact to sequence all of the genes and then using sophisticated um, analysis tools um, sort out which of the variations are likely to account for um, the patient's disease. So that that will happen. Um, that that that's now possible. It's now possible to do that for disorders that are caused by a single gene defect, and there are many of those sorts of diseases. Each of them rare, but collectively they amount to a significant burden of disease. So I think in the first instance, what will happen is that um, in the routine clinical setting, we'll be concentrating on those sort of disorders, and then as time goes on. Um, and we understand more about how genetic variation leads to disease, we'll be able to tackle some of the more common diseases as well. What impacts could that have on, on people who are falling ill or, or those who are already taking medicines or, or undergoing treatments? Yeah, so I think that if, um, you know, if you have a rare disease and there's an element of uncertainty about the diagnosis and the mechanism of the disease, then this this poses constant anxiety. It also leads often to um, a lot of tests being performed um, and many of those don't actually lead to an answer. So this is often a very difficult situation for a patient and their family to be in. So simply having the tools to make an accurate um, diagnosis um, is a significant advance. But then beyond that, once we understand which particular gene is responsible for causing a disease, then that gives us an avenue for understanding the mechanism of disease. And ultimately, that's um, the best pathway to arriving at a precise uh, therapy. So, you know, there's a um, close connection between uh, understanding how variation across the genome causes disease and arriving at precision medicines, precision medicines which are administered according to um, a particular um, genetic abnormality that might be present in a patient to cause their disease. How far are we from, from being able to, to use this method of personalising medications in Australian health services? Well, it's it's far from routine and there um, our group um, um, and our centre, which has recently been funded, is, is one effort in this direction. There are other efforts taking place simultaneously um, in, other, um, in other states and territories around the country. And collectively, we're working together um, to try and come up with the best, uh, the best possible approach for patients across uh, Australia uh, so that, first of all, we can expedite access to this sort of what is really a revolution in healthcare, but also do it in a um, in a way which um, where, where we can ensure that there is the correct quality controls for this sort of approach. That we've um, considered the ethical implications of doing these sorts of uh, tests, and and where we've made sure that the people who might use this information are sufficiently informed about 
what it means to be able to use it in the most effective way. So, you know, things are, things are moving relatively quickly. We'd like to see um, the move as fast as possible, but we have to do it within those constraints as well. But I think collectively, um, uh, you know, the, there is a um, very effective move underway towards um, personalised medicine in Australia. Thank you for your time, Matthew. That's my pleasure. Nice to talk to you.